the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome to Hi Kids. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman. I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, we'll be speaking to Sandra. She's a travel agent. Agent. Also on the show, we have the Hi Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. And an awesome prize from Laurie Park Zoo to give away. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guests or you want to answer the riddle or you just want to say hi. SMS the number 34519 and charge is at 1 Rand 50. You can say or you can send me a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. Please sign your name. Get ready for a very interesting hack show today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. My guest today is Sandra, and she's a travel agent. Hi, Sandra. How are you today? I'm fine, and thank you very much for the privilege of being allowed to come on Hi Kids. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate taking time out of your day. So before we get into the questions, for people who don't know, what is a travel agent? A travel agent is somebody that you can come to. We book your air tickets. We make sure that your passport is in order. We make sure that your visas are in order. And then we can book you hotel accommodation, car hire, trains all over the world. You come to us, tell us what you want, and we take it further. And you can rely on us to go through everything and make sure that your trip is a very, very happy one. What's your favorite part about being a travel agent? I like people. I like them to come in and tell me their troubles. Sometimes it's their troubles. Sometimes it's the happy things. Sometimes they're going overseas for a happy occasion. It's nice to do a simcha, a happy occasion. Sometimes, unfortunately, I have to help them when they're going overseas for a very sad occasion. But... I like to know that I'm there to help them and they can confide in me and speak to me and I will do my best to help them. What do you think it takes to be successful as a travel agent? I think, first of all, you've got to have patience, you've got to like people and the ability to listen and sympathize and try and help them if possible. But it's also very important for you to have a good general knowledge and a knowledge of world geography. Can I give you an example? Sure. You're sitting at your desk and a woman walks in and she says, I want you to book me a trip and I want to see uh, the, I want to go to the Arc de Triomphe and I want to go to the Colosseum and I want to go to the Acropolis. And you're sitting and you think, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, where are these places? What do I do? Google, help! This lady will see you panic and she'll say, Oh my dear, you obviously don't know your subject and I am going to go somewhere else to a travel agent who does know where these places are. You will not feel very nice. (laughs) No, I guess it is horrible knowing, have people think that you don't know what you're doing. Um, how long have you wanted to be a travel agent for? Well, I started off, I've always, I've been very interested in travel. I did 
a tour when I was young. I did a tour to Europe, and from then onwards, I was bitten by the travel bug, and I always wanted to be involved in travel. And I started off at the bottom on a switchboard at travel agency, and I've been in travel ever since. It's hard. It can be difficult. It can be nerve-wracking at times, but I wouldn't have any other occupation. Where do people most commonly want to go? Um, well, I'd look. Generally, look. We do have a lot of people who travel to Israel. There is a situation now in South Africa where the children have travelled and are living all over the world, and the parents are here, and they come to us and say, "Help us to go and visit our children. Help us with the visas. Help us to find the easiest way to go." And we're there, but we also do a lot of holidays. People come in and say, "I want to book a holiday. I want to go to Mauritius. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go skiing." And it's interesting. No two bookings are exactly the same. No two people are exactly the same. And it's interesting when somebody comes in and they're going, let's say, to Europe. They might be going with their husband on business. I will listen carefully. Is this woman the type who would like to go sightseeing? Does she want to see culture, or is she wants the one that wants to know about the shops? So I'll tell her the shops are here and the bargains are here, and it is important to listen to people and sum up what kind of holiday they want. What is the best advice you have been given in travel? Um, mm. Anything, really. I say that if you can do good and help one person, if you know that you have, you've helped them to do something or travel somewhere and they come back and they pick up the phone and say, thank you, my trip was successful thanks to you. This is the, one of the best moments for a travel agent. What's the weirdest question someone has asked you? Um, oh, I do know one. Um, somebody phoned me and said, I want to go to Pakaruban. Pakaruban? I want to go to Pakaruban. It's somewhere in America. Uh, Pakaruban is a perfume. Oh, I know. You want to go to Bokaratan. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> and somehow, you managed to find the right place. <laughs> How? Are we thinking, like, is this lady calling the right place? Like, what? Exactly, exactly. Like, were you able to keep a straight face, like, during the whole thing? Or were you, like, like holding like, well, the thing on the phone? Just, like, fortunately, laughing? if you're on the phone, you quickly cover the phone, have a little laugh, and try to go back and yeah. sound friendly and very natural. Yes. Not always easy. <laughs> How many times do you think you've had to do that? Um... Quite a few times. Look, sometimes I am asked the most outrageous questions and I have to be patient, understand that very often these people have not travelled very much. Uh, can I give you an example sure. there? I had an elderly lady who has never travelled before and she came in and she was going to Sydney, Australia. And she looks at the ticket and she says, but this is very funny. I'm leaving here at 
ten past seven in the evening, and I'm getting to Sydney, Australia, the next day at two fifty-five, right? But on the way back, I'm checking. I'm leaving there at ten fifty in the morning, and I'm arriving back here at five o'clock the same day. How come the one journey is not the same length as the other journey? Are we <laughs> climbing up to the high belt in South Africa? And I have to keep a straight face and very patiently explain to her that Sydney, Australia, is seven hours ahead of us. For example, I said if you were going to New York, you would go seven hours backwards.、Mm. And gradually, she got the idea, but she didn't feel stupid, and I made her understand what's、yeah. going on. This is. What a travel agent should do.、Mm. You always say, "Okay, so I'm going to organise this person going there and this person going there." Where's your favourite place to go? Israel. Israel. <laughs> I must say, I love Israel. I I feel at home there. I I lived in Israel for a year and I love it. I just from the time that I step onto an El Al aircraft, I feel that I am at home. It's a very special. The feeling, look, the people go up and down the aisles and they talk, and these stewardesses are friendly. There's just a a nice Hamish atmosphere,、mm. a nice homely atmosphere on El Al. I like that. Some people might not, but、yeah. a lot of our passengers do like. They're friendly, and that's important. Yeah,、um, we're talking about weirdest question you questions you've asked. What's the weirdest request you've gotten? Let me try and think. That is quite.、Um, I need to go to New York in two days' time. Can you make sure that I don't need a visa? I'm afraid not. Look, I haven't got time. It's urgent. I'm now going to a very important thing, and can't you talk to them and tell them that it's an emergency and I don't need a visa for America? I wish I could do it. I wish I had the power, but unfortunately, not.、Yeah. We do have a problem now that I think you'll understand. South Africa now has a very big thing, that all people, children under eighteen, have to have an unabridged birth certificate. And look, it is difficult because very often they don't have. And for the people who don't know, do you mind? Can you explain what that is? You've got to have look. When a child is born in South Africa, they normally get a birth certificate that says the name, your name, and this and that. It doesn't always state exactly the name of the father with the ID and the name of the mother with an ID. And an unabridged birth certificate has got all these details.、Mm-hmm. And in South Africa now, it Takes very often up to six weeks to obtain an unabridged birth certificate from Pretoria, but South Africa will not let you travel without it, and above all, they will not let people come into children come into、mm. South Africa without this unabridged birth certificate, and it's important. They must know you can't, and if you haven't got it, unfortunately, you cannot travel. And、um, these are the rules, and not even the best travel agent can break the rules. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about the highs of 
working as a travel agent and working with different people. But what do you think, what don't you love the most? What don't you really like about this job? When somebody comes in and they really need to travel urgently and you realize that they just don't have the money to do it and you've got to explain to them that you can't go to all these places. If you have, this is your budget, I'll do my best to fit in a nice trip for you into this budget. It's difficult because mm. we actually in travel, they think we sell dreams and they come in with their dreams and they've been dreaming about going to skiing in Austria and all of a sudden they realize that it's very expensive to go skiing and you've got to disillusion them and try and get a trip that will fit into their budget. Are there any organizations that you work with? Um, not really. Everybody's no. welcome in our office. We have a warm, friendly office and people come in. We offer them tea and coffee. They bring sushi. They bring um, cakes and we sit and we talk and we want them to feel at home that they can ask us anything they want in the office and this is a nice atmosphere. Very often they relax and they chat to you and out will come a sad story or something that's worrying them. And this is, uh, for, to me, this is, mm. this is the highlight of my job. Do you have any interesting stories that you would like to share with us? Well, let me, first of all, what I'd like to tell you is, and this will come with a story, we have had the most phenomenal increase in the airline industry. Let me explain to you. I started off quite a few years ago handwriting tickets. The tickets had to be in chronological order, which meant they had to, the numbers had to follow. And very often, um, you had four coupons, so you could do four, four journeys and very often it would be, you'd have to do four or five of these tickets. They were carbonated. Mm. You had to press hard to do them. And then you would clip them together. Yeah. You'd get to the last ticket, make a mistake, and have to cancel the whole lot and start all over again. Then an amazing, and also this was even worse, mm. you had to phone the airlines. Hang on. Sometimes, look, each airline had to be phoned, mm. and you had to hang on sometimes for a half an hour, sometimes longer, and then you'd do the booking, they'd give you a reference number, you'd put down the phone, you'd handwrite those tickets, you'd phone them back after a half an hour, you'd get through to them, and you'd give them the ticket numbers, and, and it was each different airline. Then the most amazing thing happened, the computer. And all of a sudden, you could put on the computer and you could see flights anywhere in the world. You could access them. You could book them. You could print them. And then you could feed the tickets in and the tickets printed. It was amazing. And, but then, it didn't only stop there. 
eventually then came the wonderful thing is of an email where you could put a piece of paper into uh, into your com- into your email here in South Africa and it would come out across the world yeah this was amazing but even better than that you didn't all of a sudden you didn't have to feed the tickets in you could put in a piece of paper and out came a ticket this was amazing but people didn't always take it easily mm. can i give you an example sure. i had a nice elderly gentleman who had his children all different parts of the world and his pleasure was to come in and sit down with a ticket and go through every little thing on the ticket hoping that I'd made a mistake he came in one day and I said hine zehakatis here's your ticket and he looked at me in shock and he said maze zehatihat neyar maze zehatihat neyar ani shalamtia vura katis ani rotsa katis and I had to be very patient like a good travel agent and explain to him this piece of paper is now your ticket as long as your name on this piece of paper and the name on your ticket are exactly the same you can travel with this piece of paper anywhere in the world but even better i can send an email to your children wherever they are and they will have a complete copy of the ticket to me this is a very big highlight it's mm. amazing what else can you share about helping people um with their travel needs look a big thing now particularly with south africans is visas mm. you need visas for everywhere and we do our very best to help but also when people come into us it is as a travel agent we have to make sure that they have the correct documents we have to check their passports we have to check and make sure the visas and help them with everything this is why you come to a travel agent because we are in charge of your booking from the moment that we do the booking we will make sure that everything goes smoothly and if you're overseas and you have a problem we are available if things change suddenly we are there that is our job as a travel agent is to be completely in charge of your reservation We talked about what's the best advice you've got. What's the worst as at uh, what's the worst advice you've got? Um it's difficult to say because if it's bad advice I won't follow it. I know what I have to do and above all I like people. I do sometimes you get very impatient and look there are times when i put down the phone and slam the desk that it hurts my fingers but this is part of it you are dealing with people and you've got to be able to see sometimes they've had a bad day and they'll phone and they'll be rude to you well they are the client and you've just got to try and be patient with them what do you think is the highlight of your career what have you like accomplished over the years that you're very proud of um well look i also think i've been lucky because in 
my career I've had several um, I've gone on travel agents educational and they've been amazing for example I went we, on a travel agents tour to Australia and in eight days we went from Perth to the barrier reef we climbed Ayers Rock we did everything and this trip was a highlight it was quite amazing because I now love to sell Australia when people come in and they say I'm going to visit my daughter in Sydney while you're in Sydney why don't you do some touring it's a beautiful country to explore go and do tours so the highlights were these travel agents educationals because they took you to places and they showed you and it's so much easier for me to sell travel when I've seen the places I can tell you and look sometimes I've seen places and I think you've got to be careful I don't think I'd go there again and in a gentle way I will try and tell you I don't think it's a good idea to go there mm. Do you do any other work besides being a travel agent? No. No? This is my, my, I'm, this is my life. This is what I do. Um, look, the, the others are hobbies, but this is, I love travel and it's a full-time, overtime job. <laughs> what did you have to do or study to become a travel agent? I was just lucky. I started off on the switchboard at a big travel agency and I started immediately to listen, to learn and gradually one, if they were busy, I would take down bookings and I would pass it to them and gradually I worked my way up My I loved doing group tours and I remember the most exciting thing was when I helped for the first time with a um, the um, Maccabi tour to Israel. This was wonderful and I enjoyed doing it and uh, it was one of the highlights. It was wonderful to be able to hear that this person you'd booked got a gold medal and this one did well. This is a highlight and moments like that make your job worthwhile. Can someone come up to you um, like anywhere and be like, okay, I want to go to Germany. What's the best thing to do there? Can they or like, are you just like, what do you want? Like, why are you doing this? Uh, no, normally they look, I must say, I will be sitting in shul mm. and somebody walk up and say, what's the best fare to Israel at the moment? Are there specials? And I'll smile and say, uh, well, I don't know offhand, but if you can maybe contact me if you know my number or we'll get together after Shabbat or after the holidays and it'll be my pleasure to find out for you. But I don't know if other people have this, but I don't carry all the specials in my head. I haven't, I don't know what is the cheapest fare <laughs> to New York. And somehow they think if you're a travel agent, you should have this all in your head. And believe me, that is very difficult. Does this happen to you often? Or It can happen, you know. You're a travel agent. How come you don't know? And, you, you know, how long does it take to get a visa for England? Uh, well, it depends. We'll try. It can take a lot. But don't you know exactly how long? So there's sometimes people demand yeah. the knowledge. This is the thing. And in a nice way, you've got to tell them, uh, I don't carry all the information in my head, only some of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
is it is it hard to be like at work and do all of this and whatever and also know that once you're done and on a Sunday and you're tired or whatever, work's still going to be following you when people come up to you and say, listen, where can we go and this and that and my family's here and is it hard to do that or? Uh, look, that is one of the, the things of the job, unfortunately. And I must say very often I go home and I've had a difficult itinerary and I'll sit at home and think, Maybe I should go this way or maybe I should do it this way. So it is very hard to come home and leave all this behind. Mm. You do, your travel follows you. But I must say, when it comes to, uh, like Shabbat, I close off. I'm not interested. I will say to myself, you're not thinking of travel. And it helps to say, I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking. Normally, I can manage to do mm. it. Um, what is your favorite country? What's your favorite food of a country? Like of Germany, what's your favorite food to eat there? Or of England, what's your favorite food to eat there? Um, interesting enough, I was in Austria. Mm. We were in a ski resort and we went to, they had an open market. And I was amazed. They had fruit from all over the world. You could have dates from Israel. You could have cherries from Spain. And you, they took a little brown parcel and they popped them in. And it was lovely. You could go there. There you had fruit from all over the world. And I, I, I wanted to try all of them. It was such a lovely experience. Who do you think is your greatest influence? I think that my late mother was my greatest influence. My mother had a special thing that she always said thank you. My mother was a Holocaust survivor. She came here, fortunately, before the war. My mother never forgot to say thank you. And she taught us the smallest thing, don't forget to say thank you. Mm. She was lying in hospital and she was desperately ill. Every visitor who came, she said, thank you. You now got biscuits there. Have a biscuit. This Every has followed mother. me. A Jewish mother. And yes, she was a Yiddish mother, but she taught us don't take anything for granted. Be grateful for everything that you have. And do you think that's the greatest and biggest lesson you've learned? I think so. I think so. To be grateful. Be grateful for what you have and say thank you. It's very important. And what, we've talked about weird questions or whatever. What's the weirdest situation you've been in? I am. <laughs> Let me try and think. I'll give you an example. I was on the phone and I phoned, I spoke to this woman and she said to me, I'm, I said, please spell your name. And she said, Esch for Strudel. T for trumpet, S for rose, and she went on and on, and I could, I thought, I'm gonna burst out long, and I sat there and she went on, S for Stroll, T for Theodor, <laughs> R for Rolf, R for Stroll, and she went on and on, and I thought, I can't laugh, and I covered, and I couldn't speak to her, and she kept saying, are you there? I was absolutely rolling on the floor with laughter. That was very difficult. 
Thank you so much. We're going to take a little break. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. We are starting a new cool feature on, on the Ha Kids show where we bring a special, where we, where we bring our special listeners to come out. If you want to know more about our special guest, you can send us an email on matt at chiafm.com. That is matt at chiafm.com. Before we go, would you like to say anything? Um, well, first of all, I'd like to extend an invitation to you, Abby. I'd like you to come into our office and I will show you exactly how I do a booking and how we print the ticket. Maybe you'll become a travel agent too. Definitely. It'll be my pleasure if you'll come. Please come and visit us. We are on the first floor, the Glen Hazel Square, 17 Northfield Avenue, and it'll be our pleasure to see you. Just one thing. We are a um, Shomer if I can say Shomer Shabbat yeah. office, so we are closed on Shabbat and all the Jewish holidays. Do you think you can just repeat that for people who may not have heard? You want the address? Only with pleasure. It is on the first floor of Glen Hazel Square, 17 Northfield Avenue, Glen Hazel. And it will be our pleasure to welcome you to our office. Thank you so much. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Abby Feldman and I'm 12 years old. Join us on Monday for another Chai Kids show on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you, Matthew, for producing the show and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you. Bye.